0: Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: There's too many humans in New York. There's too many humans. Eight and a half million people. Live in 300 square miles. Why? <laughs> if you break that down, that's 27,000 people per mile. How do you live? <laughs> Whose idea was this? <laughs> y'all just strapped two islands together with some bridges and was like, oh, y'all got to see this? No. <laughs> And God forbid, one of these Yankees finds out I'm not from New York. Oh, you're not from New York? They all sound like witches to me. You're not from New York? (laughs) What do you mean you're not from New York? No, through the grace of God, I was not born here. Thank you. (laughs) Where are you from? Atlanta, you're welcome. Like, oh, you must be so glad to be in New York. The South is so racist. The South is so racist. Oh. You mean the part of the South that starts at Canada and ends at Mexico? Find me a part of America that's not racist. I'll move today. i wait. I know the North is more racist because in the North, they split up white folks. They got Italian neighborhoods, Irish neighborhoods. I live in a Greek neighborhood. You know what Irish and Italian and Greek is in the South? White! (laughs) Nobody has time to break down your brand of whiteness, okay? (laughs) I don't care what flag your Caucasian flies under, Brandon. (laughs) Go vote and sit the hell down. What do you want from me?
2: Hello again, staying up with Krista Stefano fans, Chris's cuties, Chris's uh, cl- classroom students. Um, as we, uh, That's definitely a thing. Um, it's me, the producer of this show and the other half of Krista Stefano's domestic partnership, uh, Nicole Boyce, filling in today for a special half hour episode with an interview in the second half of this episode with Dulce Sloan from The Daily Show. You might know her. Um, and you just heard her stand up. So if you liked that, You know, as you say in uh, showbiz, you know, stick around, there'll be more of her. Um, And before the interview, we got some very funny clips from you, from other comedians whose half-hours have just come out. Jabuki young White, Vanessa Gonzalez, some up-and-comers in the comedy scene. And then um, at the end of Dulce's interview, she's gonna choose one of her favorite jokes to play. So stay tuned for that. Little dealer's choice here. Who knows what she's gonna choose? Well, you do if you've read the title of this episode, but you know, pretend. Pretend you don't know. Um, and before we begin, um, I thought I'd do something fun, you know, just, uh, just me here. So, um, uh, I found some comedy facts that I thought I'd, um, read. Uh, okay. Just found these online. Uh, comedy fact of the day, uh, one, John Mullaney was born on August 26th. Nineteen eighty two. Okay, very, very interesting. Very interesting stuff to a lot of it's a Leo, I guess. Um, second comedy fact of the day. Um my Instagram is Nicole W Boyce. B O Y C I don't I don't remember, um I just found these online, but so I don't I don't know what that is. Um a third fact of the day. Oh, this is actually a thing. If you guys are missing Chris during these special half hour episodes, um if there's a crisp-sized hole in your heart, uh, shaped famously a mozzarella ball, make sure to check out his other podcast, History of Hyenas, wherever you're listening to podcasts. Um, and if, uh, just by the way, if you're missing me, then my, my Instagram, you all know, Nicole W. Boyce. Um, uh, a policeman is uh, coming in here now to tell me I've mentioned my Instagram legally too many times. So let's get into the stand-up. Jibuki Young-White, Vanessa Gonzalez. After that, an interview with Dulce Sloan. Thank you.
0: I went to Catholic school growing up, so if someone could explain sex to me after the show, uh, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, our sex education was basically like, we were in the chapel um, and we're like talking about sex. Sister Jean Patrice is, is leading it. Uh, I shouldn't say her name. <laughs> Sister was leading the, the sex ed talk in the chapel and Jesus is just like on the cross like staring at us. Um, Also, Jesus be looking cute as fuck on the cross sometimes, (laughs) honestly, like like highlighter popping, abs right, just like. (laughs) Oh yes, Uh, my king of kings. But the presentation started, Sister took up this cup of water and she passed it to a kid. She's like, spit in that cup. And the kid's like, no. (laughs) And she's like, no, just spit in it, pass it around the room. She spits in it, passes it around the room. It gets to the last kid. And Sister's like, now drink that. (laughs) And she's like, see, gross, right? That's your body when you have sex before marriage. (laughs) And at the time I was like, that's dumb, that's false, that's not scientifically accurate. And then I was in the middle of a hookup the other day, we were both very drunk, and I felt drool just hit me in the eye. And I was like, sister was right. (laughs) Should've waited till gay marriage. Snatch Jesus would've protected me. No, he would've. (laughs) I think I realized I was gay, I was pretty young. I was probably like nine or 10, I think. I think other people started to realize when I was at a sixth grade basketball game and my coach swore and I went, I literally can't do this anymore. (laughs) Just left the game. (laughs) I feel like my parents always kind of knew too because like my dad would give my brother's advice. My dad would tell my brothers, find a gal that makes you feel like you don't deserve her, which is beautiful, right? And then he would look at me and be like, don't do cocaine. But also, like, me and my brothers, like, we grew up so different from each other. Like, both my brothers are taller than me. They're fitter than me. They carry themselves with confidence, you know? I'm small, pale. I carry myself like an inbred European prince. (laughs) I don't even really, like, step when I walk I just sort of glide (laughs) everywhere that I go. (laughs) I know I'm not ugly, though. I know that. Um, Like, on a one to ten scale, I don't think I could model, but I could definitely end a Republican senator's career, you know? (laughs) That's what I feel like I'm at. <laughs> Might just go to D.C., take him down one dick at a time, you know? <laughs> no. I, I ended up coming out to my family not too long ago, and my parents, they both have very different reactions. Uh, my dad probably took it the hardest at first. My dad was like, oh, my God, I can't believe my son is gay. I could have a stroke. I could have an heart attack. And I was like, you're being such a fucking queen right now. <laughs> kind of my moment, and you are hogging the spotlight, so fall back. Um, My family is Jamaican, by the way, and homophobia is like our second best Olympic sport. (laughs) It's like bobsledding boom, you know, like they get to it. I think the funniest thing that my dad said, though, he was like, my brothers are recording his reaction, and he was like, you know, it's like, you ask your son to go motor and he just decides to be gay. (laughs) And like, I wanted to be mad, but that's exactly what happened, honestly. <laughs> he asked me one too many times, I was like, fuck, i like a dick. <laughs> I fucking hate it here. <laughs> my mom was a polar opposite though. My mom found out when she texted me and she was like, I love my gay son. And then she started saying shit like, I don't know, maybe I'm gay. <laughs> I love my friends. <laughs> Me and Sandra have a great relationship. Maybe we can make something work. I don't know. (laughs) It was weird, though, because I told my brothers, I have two younger brothers, Javon and Javay. We couldn't afford other letters. And my younger brother, Javon, ended up coming out to me as bi not too long after, which was shocking, because, like, another person taking my moment. But also, my mom had a gay child, a bi child, and a straight child, so her womb was basically a gay dance club that became a Buffalo Wild Wings.
3: My boyfriend and I's relationship is getting more serious. He just bought me underwear, which is a big deal. Yeah, that's big, right? I was freaking out, because up until this point, my mom is the only person who's ever bought me underwear and now some dude is buying me underwear? I was freaking out. I, I wasn't even expecting it either. I got home from work and he's like, hey, boo, I bought you underwear. And I was like, okay, uh I mean, I wasn't expecting to have sex today, but you know what? I took an improv class once, and I could handle. <laughs> so, so I was like freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, a guy just bought me underwear. This has to be the sexiest moment of all time. This is gonna be the hottest sex I've ever had. I'm gonna have to like put the underwear on in front of them all sexy. Maybe he puts them on for me. That's too much like I'm a baby. I'll put them on myself. I'll put them on myself, cause I'm a big girl. <laughs> and then I have to like model them all, you know, sexy in front of them. And do like, sexy like poses. You know, get the line right here somehow. I don't even know how people do that. And I was like, oh, I know, I'll turn off all the lights and I'll light a bunch of candles. And then I remembered, I only have one candle. It's a Virgin Mary candle. And I don't want to wake her up for this. (laughs) She doesn't need to know. So I was like, you know what, Vanessa, calm down, you know, take a breath just go over to the gift bag, open them up, go from there, right? So that's what I did. I, like, walked over to the bag all sexy, and I grab the underwear, I take them out of the bag. First thing I notice is how giant they are. <laughs> yeah. He overshot my size big time. <laughs> I thought I was about to have the hottest sex of my life, but now we gotta talk about why these underwear are so big, bro. (laughs) You saw these and you were like, that's my boo. (laughs) She's definitely fitted sheet size. Then I look at the material, and they're not even, like, sexy underwear, you know, like, lacy, like, what do you call, like, negligence. They're... Mm -mm. No. They're pizza print. Yeah. Pizza print. And not even like a bunch of little pizzas, you know, like pizza party. No. This was like my whole ass would be a fully loaded meat lover's pizza. So I got a little discouraged, you know? I was like, damn it, I wanted to have sex. But then I was like, okay, I know, I know. I devised a quick plan, and I was like, I know. I'll put on the giant underwear. They'll slip off my body, and I'll be like, oh, no. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) What happened, though? (laughs) What are we gonna do? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do now. So I was like, yes, that's a great plan. I got, you know, rehorned up. And I grabbed the underwear, I put them on. They fit like a glove, guys. <laughs> These were the most comfortable (laughs) underwear I've ever known. (sighs) So I'm standing there with these pizza underwear on, just looking at them. And I just go, well, (laughs) You gonna eat this pizza or what? That
2: was Jabuki Young-White and Vanessa Gonzalez. And now, her half hour airs tomorrow on Comedy Central. Dulce Sloan, how Hello. are you doing? I am good. You're feeling good? Half hour. Incredible. Yes. Thank you so much. It's very fun. Love Thank it. You. Thank um, you. How do you feel after rec- how do, how does you feel recording it? It's done. It's good. It's coming out tomorrow after this episode airs. Oh, awesome. Do you remember, like...
1: Oh yeah, the jokes and stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember the jokes, so I still do some yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. But I guess cuz I'm just wor- I'm just working on new stuff. Like after i did the half hour and I was like Oh yeah. Okay. Now
2: I have to find the new <laughs> jokes to give are people y- if I'm going to keep doing this. Are you someone that when you have your stuff like recorded, you try and do all new material or are you there's like a transitional stage where you're like, okay, I'm going to do it? I think I'm more transitional also yeah. cuz like when
1: you're doing clubs, it's just like okay, I just did a half hour. I'm doing, uh-huh. you know, at a club, you're doing like 50 minutes. Right. So I'm like, I can't burn a whole 30,
2: Right, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and then some jokes I've just not been doing, cause like, it's a lot of jokes I started doing at colleges, so I'm like, I don't wanna do those jokes anymore. Uh-huh. So there's like a whole like 30 from colleges or 40 from colleges and I'm not doing anymore, and then there's just other 30, so uh-huh. now it's just like, all right, I gotta mix in some new stuff, cause there's stuff I couldn't do at colleges depending where it was so now I just it's like a mixture of stuff where it's just like yeah I want to work on new things because yeah. after a while like sometimes people don't realize it's a comic like you just get tired of telling that joke yeah no I get that yeah 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 um and then sometimes it's like oh I don't know if I like this or like <laughs> there's a joke that I'm working on now that uh-huh. I used to tell like back when I started
3: mm-hmm.
1: and there's a joke on my half hour that I used to tell back like back when I started oh really well like 20 I'm like 2012 Uh 2013 Uh and I just kind of quit doing it because it was just like I liked it but it kind of didn't really always work Uh and then now that it's been like so much longer than I've been doing stand up it's Oh, I've got this premise now. I can make it work. Okay. Okay. So I was able to stretch it. That's interesting. So yeah, I was able to like make the joke, like bring it back, reprise
2: it. Yeah, like basically
1: (laughs) repurpose it and kind of like fully flesh it out. Yeah. Because now it's like, oh, I'm a better comic. I can write this better. Um, Uh, I can flesh this out better. Okay. Because it was like it was a premise. It was fine as a premise, but it was just like it was a funny joke. But I just needed like more (laughs) to it. Right. And then there's other jokes that I like. I liked telling, and I can only remember the like part of the punchline but I can't Uh, remember like the rest of the joke. (laughs) But I've told it so many times for so long that my brain was just like, Yeah, you're so done with this joke, we're not gonna let you remember how you told
2: it. Oh, your brain is like, I'm putting a stop to this. Like literally like
1: I can remember the tag, but I can't remember the rest of the bit. Oh my God. And then like I've had like different notebooks and then for a while I would just put stuff in my phone. Okay. Um, Okay. Because like there was one time where I lost my notebook and this other comic found it and she made a really big deal out of the finding my notebook okay and i was like why are you being so ridiculous just give me my notebook what the hell and so she was was like like, holding a hostage not like holding it hostage but she was just like i found it and then everyone's like yeah calm we find each other's notebooks all the time chelsea
2: handler what the fuck (laughs) i can't believe you would do that
1: um no it was a girl and now it was a girl in Atlanta like years ago now she's not even a comic anymore and then Another time I was on the road and I left my Uh. notebook somewhere, and my friend had to mail it to me. Oh, shit. So, yeah, so for like a while, I was just putting stuff in my phone. Because I'm like, I'm not going to leave my phone in a hotel room in
2: Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, so that's why. So, because you kept like. Because, like, I would just set my notebook
1: notebook down somewhere. I'd be having to leave because, like, I was still working a day job. And doing stand up at night, so I was just like I was always
2: tired. Yeah.
1: And then I would just. You still have a day job. Yeah. Well, now I have another day job. It's so funny because like when I got Daily Show, I was talking to my mom and she's like, "Wait, are you gonna be working in the office?" (laughs) And I was like, "Yes, (laughs) ma'am." I was like, "Mommy." I worked so hard to not have a day job <laughs> and then I hard worked myself back into a day job how did I get here how did I, I was like what well, is like Burr.
2: that's crazy cause it was
1: like yeah like the goal is just like I just get out of an office yeah, doing stand up full time and then just like wait a minute and no, I'm back in the office with Mr. Noah. With Mr. Noah. So yeah, at least it's a different kind of office where I'm not answering a phone and getting yelled at in two That's languages. That's true. Yes. So I'm not, you know, trying to turn people's lights back on or their car insurance. Wait, what
2: was this? What was the job you had before?
1: Oh, my last job that I had before I went doing stand-up full time was I worked at a stucco supply company. So it's a construction supplies. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, love that. I've yeah. always gotten a lot of jobs in Atlanta because I spoke Spanish. Uh huh. The good thing about my job, that job, was that my manager was really great to the point that like you're only supposed to take five days off of work and she let me take 13 nice but it was to like do to do like do festivals go. and do oh, jfl shit. and do NAKAs oh, and go to la for a week that's incredible so yeah she's very supportive i also yeah. owe her a mercedes <laughs> um one day, one day one day so i'm just like <laughs> but i still talk to her we're still yeah. friends on instagram yeah. but yeah you just get tired of telling like the same jokes and right you know you want to work on new stuff but the half hour is really cool i um I brought my, our makeup artist Enid Seymour from the show. She mm-hmm. came to do my makeup. Oh, for me. okay. Um, and then my stylist Cat Eves. She okay. flew out from, um, L. A. And wow. then two of my friends flew in from L. A. Uh-huh. Uh, Danielle Perez and uh, Jessica Michelle Singleton. They're both comics. And then my homeboy, who used to be a comic, uh, mm-hmm. Mike Dow, he drove in from Atlanta. Oh my God. One <laughs> of the comic was like, did you bring an entourage? And I was like, <laughs> no, I didn't bring an entourage.
2: My friends just wanted to come and be supportive. Right. And then I had to get my makeup done. Um, How many how many sets are you doing a night just on top of doing The Daily Show? Like, are you it out there depends. every night?
1: It just depends. I'm not out every yeah. night, but a lot of times I'm on the road. Oh, okay. So it's literally like I we tape Monday through Thursday. Mm. And then either you leave Thursday night or Friday morning uh-huh. and then you do like a weekend Damn. like Friday, Saturday uh-huh. or uh-huh. Friday, Saturday, Sunday and then you fly back.
2: Did that change ramping up to the half hour taping like were you doing? Oh,
1: at the end of the year, I was the end of 2018. I was everywhere. Yeah, I was doing I was out every weekend.
2: Damn, that's crazy. And so you were saying that you have like different sets for like your college set, and then you had yeah, I've, with colleges, just because like there's stuff about colleges you just can't talk about. They give you like a list of like no, they're like you no can't
1: flags. cuss, you can't talk about this. It no was, cussing. Yeah, some of them you can't curse. That's um a lot of yeah a lot of them you can't curse. Um some of them they're just like you can't talk about um. Sex. You can't talk about sexuality. Um, you can't. And I was just like, "There's seven thousand kids here. <laughs> somebody's having sex. Yeah. What are we doing here? Um, we no matter no matter who's doing. Yeah. What, no matter who it gender doesn't matter. Somebody's Someone's having the sex.
2: getting fucked. Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: somebody's having a sexy time. Yeah. I don't care what your parts are. Somebody <laughs> fucking right. So some, <laughs> some some of the schools is like you couldn't talk. You couldn't curse. You couldn't talk about sex. Um, can't talk about student loans. <laughs> can't talk about student loans. I didn't have any. Praise God. That's um, great. Oh, girl. I have a <laughs> $85,000 theater degree and no student loans. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. That's also why I went to that school. So I went to Bernal University, which is a private women's college in Gainesville,
2: Georgia. Okay, shut up. Okay.
1: And I had no student loans. But I went to that school because they were giving me a full ride basically.
2: That's smart thing. Like between scholarships
1: this is and this is from plan, you're planning ahead. Next. I mean, my mama was like, listen, you're going to whatever school gives us the most money. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, So yeah, yeah, we were yeah, forty five yeah. minutes from Atlanta, forty five minutes from Athens, Georgia. Wow.
2: So we were in the middle of nowhere.
1: If we wanted to get in trouble we had to try very hard. <laughs>
2: um and for college students sometimes not not a problem
1: no i mean listen the people at walmart did not give a damn what we did what did you do in walmart oh man we uh one day we pretended to go fishing and a friend of mine got uh stuck in those waiters, and this old white man had to tell her how to tell us how to get her out of them <laughs> um and then they had those singing deer uh-huh. and so yeah there was a singing deer so one day we decided to hunt the singing deer so we put on all this uh, hunting equipment in a Walmart in a Walmart Uh and they took pictures for us they don't care (laughs) we were riding bikes in there we were pretending to play with chainsaws in there oh my god they don't they could not give a shit but, this one, but just to let you know how significant Walmart is in country as Georgia, there uh-huh. was a mall across the street. Uh-huh. And on Sundays, it was the busiest day. People would park at the mall and walk across the street to the Walmart. That's power. Mm, okay. And there was a Target that's across a, the street that's power and barely was anybody in there. No people at a Target. Not really. Damn. That's because their prices was too
2: high. Target has great prices. Man. <laughs> <laughs> your, tar- your Target joke in, in the half hour is very funny. Thank you. But compared to Walmart... Okay, that's true. No, they don't. It's a fair point. It's a
1: fair point. It's a fair point. I mean, listen, (laughs) everybody needs that many baby wipes. Um, (laughs) But yeah, and it was, it was, I'd never been to New Orleans before. Oh, really? And then I was also sick. Like I was getting over being sick. Right before the taping. Right before, because I got very sick at the beginning of January. Mm. To the point where I lost 20 pounds in five days. Holy shit. Because I had uh, strep. Staph, tonsillitis, uvulitis, and a yeast infection in my mouth within two weeks. Oh, that's so many. So many things
2: things
1: alone. alone. So when I first went to the doctor, they didn't know I had tonsillitis, and then Uh. they did a screening, and then they put me on antibiotics, but Uh. they weren't strong enough because I got better, and then I got. Then my tonsils swoll up again, so I went to this fancy doctor that uh, the show sent me to. So you know he's fancy because he don't take no Uh. insurance. And there are all these celebrities that have like, like he has this giant plaque from like Mariah Carey and like he has plaques from like, uh, what is it? There's Michael Bolton has a plaque in there. Madonna has a plaque.
2: In the doctor's office. In the doctor's office. Do you think there are versions of that for other businesses, too? Like, there are, like, dentists that only celebrities go to? Probably. Like, like but this, everything?
1: But this man's like, I'm, I'm sure there are. Like, say you're, like, on set and you fuck up a tooth. Like, there's the dudes, like, They're boom. Like, I know a guy. I got I got your veneers. Oh, he'll damn. be here in 30 minutes, wow. right? So, he's a very fancy nose and throat doctor. Yeah. And I went to him, and I'm just like, he's like, oh, the antibiotics they gave you weren't strong enough. So, then he gave me another round of 10 days of antibiotics. Ooh. Then I went back to him. He's like, okay. Good news. Your staff is gone. I was like, great. He's like, okay. but you still got strep. You still got <laughs> tonsillitis. <else> moved
2: <laughs> <laughs> now you have
1: uvulitis. And there's a infection in your mouth. So he gave me a whole nother round of medicine and then all these other medicines to go with it. Uh-huh. And when I got back, when I, so when we went down to New Orleans yeah. to do it, yeah. this is like the beginning of February. Uh-huh. I was still taking antibiotics. So Danielle put this crazy ass alarm on my phone. <laughs> so we would just walk into a meeting. You just hear, bah, bah. And I'm like, am like, Tulsi, take your medicine. So, like, Enid has my Uh-oh. medicine. And, like, Danielle has the alarm. So, like, everyone around me is just... In your entourage. In my entourage. <laughs> it's just like, okay, you got to take your medicine. You got to do yeah, this. Yeah, you got to yeah. do that. And then everyone's like, so it was good that I had all those people with me. Right. Because I was still getting over being sick. Yeah. And so my friends are like, party. And I'm like, no sleep. And so, and then I was sleepy all the time because I was on all this medicine. Right. And then I didn't want to lose my voice oh shit I didn't even think about that yeah. right so I was just like I got to make sure I don't lose my voice that I'm not exhausted that I don't fuck this up but the whole time they're like let's enjoy New Orleans
2: it's like <laughs> I'm trying not to die so <laughs> you're like a pop star like on a world tour that's it was like insane to like hold your voice just, over. Ho- just, just like I can't one more day
1: just one more day everybody calmed oh down God. and then after I taped it I was like party <laughs> <laughs> I don't give up. I'll scream forever because, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, as now it's like okay, now I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. that was the other thing that it was worrisome because it was just like all of the shows that I could have been doing mm-hmm. to because it's like I wanted it so I didn't even have to think about it. Right. I wanted because I'm a theater kid, so like the right. words tell me where to stand, where I stand tells me what the words are. So I wanted it so in my body, I didn't even have to think about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I couldn't go out. Because you were sick. Because I was so... Fu- like, it started... Ha- like, my tonsils started swelling up when I was on the road. Mm. I was at Rooster Teeth that I was one of my friends with with me. And, like, it got to a certain point where it's like, just to do my set, I was gargling salt water just so I could talk.
2: Oh, my God. But
1: by the time... And I was getting progressively sicker, This is Saturday night. So, by Sunday, I couldn't get out of bed and I still had to drive from Jesus San Jose Christ. to San Francisco. I couldn't even drop him off because this flight was earlier than me. So, I just got him a lift and sent him to the airport. Uh-huh. I... My throat's getting worse, and now I'm just fucked up and I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And then I get on the plane, and thank God I had a laydown seat. I was so fucked up, they did not make me put my seat up when we landed. They just let me land flat,
2: which I was like, I knew you could I've fucking do. Never this. seen that happen. The first ever flat landing. The first About ever flat landing in American history. American history. Oh I
1: am a Black history <laughs> fix. <laughs> I'm a black history fact. The uh, first person to ever land a plane when I did uh, lay down the seat. <laughs> yes. I landed flat, baby. Oh, this is a historical moment. Oh it's a historic. I am oh now black God. history fact. Thank you so much. <laughs> Put me on a popsicle and a t-shirt. And so Oh, and my period has started. Of course. S- of of course. course. It's always happened But so I like was then. so sick. I think my period just kind of like faded to black. Cause it was like, <laughs> we don't you don't need this right now. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm, 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 out. Out. I'm <laughs> out. I'm out. I'm <laughs> out. Because it was wasn't like a regular one. It was just like, hey. Hey, uh, we're just gonna, cause it came back later that month when I felt better. I was like, you good now? Like, can but it was I was like, come? you good? You good? You took all that medicine? Okay. And so, I go to get off, the, and I have to pee so bad. Uh-huh. Get up and pee, and come back, and I go to walk, and I'm done. Like I can't move, and they got me a wheelchair.
2: Um, every time you say a new detail yes
1: I, my, I, my heart just breaks I'm ta- a little bit I more. was so by the time I got to my half hour yeah I was finally like oh I could break I, I could take a deep breath right. my back doesn't hurt my head doesn't hurt like I'm drinking water like I can keep like the yeah. day I could drink cold water was the happiest fucking quarter. day of my life. Oh my God. Because all the water, I was like, I'm so fucking tired of drinking hot water. But every yeah. time I ever drink cold water, I throw up. Girl, like when I tell you, I was sucking Pedialyte like out of a napkin with ice in it. Like I was. Oh my
2: God. Dunzo. That's great. You can't tell your half hour. It's really good. Thank you, you so much. You could not tell at all that you were near death like, literally like hours before. Three weeks <laughs> yeah. before. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like not even like two weeks. Like the first two weeks of January, I was fucking
2: Oh my god! Sick,
1: sick. Yeah, like had to get cleared, had to get a note to come back
2: to work, Mm-mm. and then went back to work, <laughs> and Shebuki's I was like, like, "I'm not working unless she." Is, so no, <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> I think just Trevor couldn't get sick because he just had yeah. surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got cleared to go back to work, and then I got sick again. Right, and Everything. I talked to the EP. She's like, "Please go home. <laughs> Please go home." Please. So it was a very harrowing <laughs> journey um to get to doing. Yeah my half hour because wow. I was just like I was so worried because it was just like I didn't run this as much as I wanted to run it mm-hmm. but with all those clubs that I was doing mm-hmm. just before that and then the shows that I did because I was doing shows up until the day we flew out okay because I was okay. like I have to get this and right. even if it wasn't me doing the 30 if I was doing 10 here or doing 10 here okay as much as I could do with being sick and you know right. going out yeah yeah I was like, I have to get this figured out. So I'm glad it came out good. Yeah, I'm glad
2: I looked nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, when I when I asked about your process up up until the half hour, I had no idea that this is.
1: Gonna oh, be... <laughs> nobody knew. Has nobody knew that I was still fucking sick when I was doing this? Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, because it was Incredible. just running. It's just I mean, running it and running it and running yeah. it. And what's so crazy is when you run it like that, after a certain point, you're like, I don't want to do these jokes anymore. Uh-huh. But then you're like, no. This has to be, like, like you shouldn't even have to think about what the next joke is. Right. It should, it should just, just come be up. in your body. Yeah. And that's how I like stuff to be, is where it's, like, just be in my body, and I don't mm. have to think about it. Mm. And, oh, the other thing that happened was when I was recording it, this girl started... So three comics got heckled. Okay. Yeah, I heard about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of it, yeah. And so... But me, mine, it was a nice heckle. Okay. So you can't snap at the person mm-hmm. because it's like, yeah, girl, you funny girl. Y'all understand. And it's just like, well, you can't go, hey, da 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 da, slap the dicks out of your mouth. Like, you yeah, can't yeah, pull yeah. that because this person's being nice. Right. So I just had to go. I just walked because, like, no one was saying anything to her. Mm-hmm. So, because I guess they didn't want to, like, step in the shot or whatever. Sure. So. I just had to go over and I was just like, hey, girl, listen, um, thank you so much for coming. She's like, you're welcome. And I was like, I want to thank you so much for being supportive. It's like, yeah, girl, we got to stay together. I was like, but I need you to shut up because um, I don't want to redo this again. Girl, I'm at work right now. <laughs> That's funny. If you keep interrupting me, then
2: we're going to have to do this over again. Yeah. And we
1: could be drinking. We could be hanging out. I'm the last person, doc. <laughs> So, like, if you could just chill out. She's like, okay, okay, I got
2: you, I got (laughs) you. Oh, that's nice. That's really nice. And she didn't say nothing. I was
1: like, all right, girl, thank you. Shut up. And then I just went back to doing my set. And what was so weird about it is that, you know, when you're first going through it, like, I was very much in my head. Mm -hmm. But after that, I was just like, oh, yeah, you're used to telling girls to be quiet all the time. Oh, yeah. So So it takes you. The weird thing was is it got me out of my head it like grounds you a little bit it like, grounded yeah, me a little yeah, bit because yeah. it was yeah. just like all right think about this and i want to be good and jokes 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 and yeah. that was, i was getting laughs yeah but i was still like, kind of in my head yeah and i wasn't feeling like i was really in the moment and that girl started talking and i was just like oh no we can't have this yeah we can't have this i got something to do i've been working hard bitch I almost died like you cannot <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, this yeah, up yeah, 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 a lot of people did a lot of work i don't a lot of fucking money to get out right, here ma'am yeah, yeah. you got to be quiet <laughs> But it wasn't, hey, bitch, shut up. Cause you can't do that. Cause she's being nice to the crowd. Right. It turned on me.
3: Right. So it'd have been
1: like, hey, girl. Very delicate, yeah. Thank you so much. I need you to sh- I need up. Sh- I, sh- I, sh- I need you to shut up. She was like, okay, girl, I got you. I love that. So yeah, That's cause, great. cause it's like, if you handle that wrong. Right no matter how funny you are Mm -hmm. the crowd's gonna go man fuck this bitch she's mean Mm -hmm. that girl was being supportive of her and she snapped on her Mm -hmm. but to comics it's like heckling's heckling shut the fuck up right 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 it's all distracting it's all distracting but at the same time it's just like no she was really just being like
2: oh my god Olivia you're great thank you so (laughs) funny and
1: she's like
2: thank you so much but like so next we're going to play, you've selected, we have a clip from Maria Bamford. Yes. That you like. Yes. And have you ever toured with her? Have you? I haven't toured with her, but I've performed with her and okay. I've watched her before.
1: And she is, because I don't know if you ever saw Lady Dynamite. Yes. So funny. I can't um, believe that show's canceled. Me. That is a fucking
2: good show. Show
1: is good. Fucking good. Um, whenever people ask me about comics, I always mention her. Mm-hmm. Because it's like I wish my brain could do that. Right. I wish I could do what the fuck she does. Yeah. Because it's so amazing. Yeah. And like her and like just um her and like James Domian put me very okay. much in that. Okay. like Yeah. I was thought about the phrase like someone explained to me that acting is being truthful in an imaginary situation. Okay. Okay. So basically, nobody says who, I'm an actor, I'm a good actor because I'm a good liar, you're an asshole. Right,
2: right. Because um, that's truly what acting <laughs> yeah, is yeah, being yeah. truthful in an imaginary yeah, yeah, situation.
1: Yeah, yeah. True. And I feel like a lot of times with Maria's jokes and with James Domian's jokes, it's being truthful mm-hmm. in an imaginary that's situation. Very yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Like talking about, like, you know, Ursula, uh, like James has a joke about, like, Ursula or, like, uh, the Decepticons being, like, dame drag queens, like, <laughs> Like the head of the seventh count, just being this grand, yeah, yeah. like just super amazing. Uh-huh. So like when Maria Bamford, uh, it's called like God and Kirstie Alley. Like I remember the first time I heard her. T- I remember this joke forever. The first time I heard her tell it, I think it was like twenty twelve or twenty thirteen in a club in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and that's where I. That's the first time I ever saw her. That's okay. so when I met her. Uh-huh. I think the next time she came through, I ended up like being on her shows, but I remember just watching her going i'm never gonna be this person and it's good yeah and that's fine what i do is okay and what she yeah. does is amazing um hey no. no 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 like what i do is great and what <laughs> she does is great yeah, yeah but it's a different
2: it's, it's so, so different di- it's so and it's unlike like, anything else like, right and i'm just like how's this What's
1: so fun? <laughs> how's this allowed because <laughs> like they ever watch comics and just been like, like i remember the first time i saw baron bond i was just like hmm why is he not in Madison Square Garden <laughs> that's another good example yeah, the yeah. fuck like, like her like Baron Vaughn James Dome, like Maria Bamford like those are comics that I watch and I'm yeah, just like cool. Madison Square Garden <laughs> call them fill it up da! Like, that's how I feel <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every, and I just want to go you idiots <laughs> all of you all of you idiots Who'd you go see? I don't care. Fuck you. Like that's oh, how I feel every so time funny. I see them. I'm just like you should own mansions. Like that's how I feel. <laughs> right, right, right. Because they're so good and it's such so a different good. and it's a different kind of stand-up
2: Yes. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's unreal. It's unreal. It's unique. completely different. Yeah. And
1: I always remember this because this God and Kirstie Alley. Um. It's like what the joke is called online. And I cannot tell you the number of times I've been at work and seen a People magazine. I either was like, at a day job or in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Whenever I see a People magazine, usually I'll just go, in the best dress to be the worst <laughs> dress to the worst <laughs> dress to be the best dress.
2: It's such a good line. And that's all I think. And it's just like. And her voice, too, when she says it. It's perfect.
1: Oh I always think it's funny. Whenever someone does a preacher, they always go Southern. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's like, that is true. But I can't. But I do remember that the South, si- the South, is called the Bible Belt. So I okay, get it. Fair point. Yeah, yeah, I get it. The Midwest yeah, is yeah, yeah. the breadbasket or the Rust Belt or all this other. Sh- I get. I know we're the Sun Belt. I get it. Sun Belt, Bible Belt. I guess watermelon seed. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we know what we are. Um, but I just I've been th- I literally think about that joke every time I see a people magazine. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> like, just like the best dress to be the way. And I'm just giggling to myself, and no one knows what's happening. Right, because you're just laughing at a People magazine. I'm just <laughs> laughing at are like, why are you. That woman's been through a very traumatizing event. Why are you laughing at this yeah. magazine? She lost an arm. Like, uh, no, but the best dress will be the worst dress. The worst dress will be the best lie. dress. Well. <laughs> 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 and then I walk out of a Hudson News in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Go about your day.
2: Go about my just day. Get on this, just get on this plane. Yeah. Well, we're gonna listen to that clip now. Thank you so much for coming on. And oh, thank you for talking me. about all this stuff. This is I'm so glad you're alive. I... listen, I just <laughs> want to thank the Lord above
1: for keeping for bringing me. Through and uh, I want to thank Big and Bergman <laughs> for keeping me alive. Yes. Because uh, he's the one that kept me in applesauce. Mm-hmm. Um, he kept okay. us in
2: applesauce and toilet paper. That's the secret. Oh, That's the secret.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Made sure I made oh. sure that I was uh, okay, okay while I was uh, trying not to meet the
3: Lord. So, <laughs> uh,
1: shout out to Ben Bergman for uh, not letting your girl die on your watch. <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> gotta love that. Thank
1: you
2: for having me. Yeah, of course. And For all those listening at home, you can catch Stoolstates' half-hour premieres tomorrow. Friday, October 25th at 11 p.m. 11 p.m. on Comedy Central. Brr, Ooh, brr, brr, brr. Or anytime after cc.com or the app, of course. Watch it, watch it, watch it. It's very funny. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having All me. All right, goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> hey there, Jordan Clapper from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Uh my mom is uh, very religious and she always says, honey, whatever you think about all the time, that is what you worship. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, if that's the case, I'd like everyone to pop up in their Diet Coke cans, surround themselves with obese house pets, <laughs> turn page 37 in their People magazines. <laughs> This holy scripture, we read the parable of Miss Kirstie Alley. <laughs> Once on television and lost from pop culture. Now welcome back into the zeitgeist again. And the worst dress shall be the best dressed. And the best dress shall be the worst dress. <laughs> I do, I do worship celebrities uh, because they're very powerful. Their moods create weather. And uh, I was feeling bad about it. Then I was like, well, of course, I'm just a tiny frightened animal. I'm gonna look towards the most powerful and fertile appearing of our species for information on how to survive. Need to find out what that Jennifer Aniston is doing. She's a strong, sexy monkey. She's gonna tell us where all the bananas are located. I don't know if this ever happened in your neighborhood uh, but have you ever seen like a new building open up and you're like oh, I don't know what that is like it's this some vague like oasis or like vineyard or victory outreach you're like what's that my neighborhood is called uh, The Rock and there's a guy handing out some flyers you're like, coming on down to The Rock this weekend we got live music food, drinks stuff for the kids uh that sounds like church. <laughs> no, it's a teen center with community-based health initiatives and a pregnancy counseling. Yeah, it's church. <laughs> and I would not get mad, but they have genuinely tried to trick me. They wanna to come to a show? Yeah, where's it at? Cool, new coffee shop. Oh yeah, what's it called? Crossroads. No! <laughs> behind your Jimi Hendrix font. (laughs) If you want to make something that everybody wants to go to and do the switcheroo, just call it something, you know, you want to come down to sex hole? Yes! (laughs) You don't even have to advertise sex hole. Everybody wants to go to sex hole. (laughs) Whoa, <laughs> oh, what's going on inside? You're going to come on in to find out.
3: Oh. <laughs>